provide the historic River Market District in downtown Kansas City, Missouri. From the banks of the beautiful crystal blue waters of the Missouri River, it is Two Douchebags and Microphone Podcast. Now we go to the amazing Mark, the Palm Raider. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Mark, the Amazing Palm Reader. First in line, please step up. Oh, let's see, young lady. I see a long lifeline. I see success, happiness, love, fortune. I also see a bit index finger. $20, please. Remember to send all male body part photos to Rob Rad's inbox. Two douchebags and microphone on Mark. And I'm Rob. <clears throat> all right. I'm going to start off with a McDonald's story. Does that sound all right? Sounds good to me. All right. Let me move the mic just a tad here. Okay. I mean, McDonald's uh, is starting to do a new thing. McDonald's is um, going to quit having self-serve soft drinks. Huh. Yeah. So what the McDonald's uh, is no more are coming up here. It's going to take them a couple months to get to it. But when they do it, they're no longer going to have just uh, self-serve soft drinks. They will have someone there that pours your drinks for you and gives them to you. You have a right for a refill. You get a refill. But they say that the people abusing it is not the is not what they're doing it for. You know, like people going back for like five refills or something. Because generally yeah. people take one refill and they're done. How much soda can you drink in one sitting, you know? I know there are some slobs out there that can drink fucking 50 of them. Yeah, I know this. But generally most people will drink one and then take one to go with them and that's perfectly fine because you're allowed one refill. So That's what I normally do. Yeah, I, everybody does that. You grab one there, and then you take one to go. You eat it with your, you drink it with your food, and you're good. Well, they said it's not. It makes it a more uniform service, so you don't have everybody up flocking around a certain area, getting each other's way, and all that stuff. And I agree with them, because when the yeah. when when all these uh, fast food restaurants started doing that, I didn't like to go in anymore. I was like, nah, no, nah, nah, just hand me my stuff through the carry-out window. I don't want to be in there with that fucking big greasy son of a bitch in front of me, scratching his ass, fucking filling up his Coca-Cola for an hour, and then trying to do a suicide or taking ten drinks. And, and that's another thing I didn't like is, is they take a big fucking gulp of that right there. You can see it splashing all, all over everything with their fucking greasy lips. I'm just like, no, nah, man. It's like, ugh. It's like, get, get the fuck out of here, dude. It's like, or, it, or the little old lady that can't decide what she wants. Yeah, and she's like, I don't know. Do I want a Diet Coke? Or do I want a Diet Dr. Puff? I don't know. It's like, bitch, I know. I tea. Yeah, yeah, do I want some sweet tea? But then again, maybe I want some Splenda in it. I don't know if I want. And it's like, I know what. How about if I pick your skinny ass up, put you in the corner while I go ahead and get what I want, because I know what I want. Then you have all day. The only thing you got coming up uh, next, uh, coming up here soon, is death. So I'm on a 30 minute lunch break, and I'm yeah. 20 minutes in. Yeah, 
Yeah, so how about if you get I your fucking ass break. out of my way? No offense, but get the fuck out of my way and have a good day. So, anyhow, I uh, I kind of like the idea that McDonald's isn't going to do that anymore. And it's and, but you know what? Let's face it. I'm probably not going to be going into a McDonald's anyhow, so it doesn't matter. Especially the ones near my house. I mean, you talk about you want to you want a freak show. Go in that McDonald's oh, yeah. even during the day. It used to be if you go in there after like eight o'clock it, during the winter, it's dark. Then the freak show begins. No, no, no. You're in there at fucking uh, eleven in the morning. The freak shows already begin. So. Anyhow, I got another McDonald's story. Oh, yeah, our, our McDonald's did a brilliant thing. What's that? They they put in okay. It, it was brilliant. They put in two drive-through lanes. Uh huh. Where you could order in two different spots. Yeah. Here's the other brilliant part of it. Both those lanes merge into the same lane going through the windows. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and that's the that's what they do to the one near me too, and all it does is it create confusion, because yeah, uh, one guy jumps. Turn to go. Right? Yeah, one Sometimes guy jumps. They, they get the orders as right as they do. Well, someone always jumps in front. Better about it. One guy jumps in front and it fucks the whole lineup. Because then they're like, hey, did you have the Big Mac and the uh, McChicken? And the guy's like, no, no, no. I had the fucking uh, 10 piece. And, and yeah, and then it just starts a wave of everything being wrong on down. And they check on the first one. Then after that, they assume everything's right and everybody gets the wrong meal. And mine, yours might be much smarter than mine, it sounds like. And then the one that they don't, the one that uh, down on Warnell Road is the best. And it has an AI bot that uh, greets you when you get there and takes your order. And she is wonderful. Cool. Yeah. Yep. So, anyhow, the next McDonald's story is getting in the holiday spirit, McDonald's is. The fast food giant is celebrating Monday's National Cheeseburger Day by disc counting one of the most popular menu items, the double cheeseburger. On September 18th only, customers will be able to buy the sandwich for just 50 cents. The offer is available only to customers who use the fast food chain smartphone app and is limited to one burger per customer. Users who open the app will be prompted to take advantage of National Cheeseburger Day promotion and the discount will be automatically applied at the checkout. It's the latest uh, app-based promotion for McDonald's, which in July gave out free fries in honor of National French Fry Day. Earlier this year, McDonald's offered a free six-piece McNuggets for the item's 40th anniversary to customers who had downloaded the app. But the 50-cent burger isn't the cheapest burger being offered by a fast food chain on Monday. Wendy's, Wendy's is one up in McDonald's by offering a junior bacon cheeseburger from September 18th through September 22nd. The catch? The Penny Burger can uh, only be added to your order if you purchased another menu item. To apply the Wendy's offer, you'll need to visit the offer section of Wendy's app or website. Burger King, meanwhile, will be uh, will give a free cheeseburger to any member of its Royal Perks Rewards program who makes a purchase of a dollar or more. So, sounds to me like if you like crappy cheeseburgers, 
and you like them cheap, it's coming up this week. You can get cheap, crappy cheeseburgers. So I'll tell my son. <laughs> all right, there you go. And how about if <clears throat> we take us a break and I have some horrible would you rather questions? Is that I some? love these, but I'm scared of these. So the am I. Time. But you know what? Before I do that, let me go into some of these um, people sent in. Uh, let me go ahead and finish this off here. I spoke about them earlier on the last podcast, oh, but yeah. we didn't get to yeah. them. Okay. People um, have been going crazy on this segment for some reason. So, anyhow, um, what if the famous person wasn't famous? What would they look like they do? So, here is this is all people have sent in. I scrapped everything I did because people are sending stuff in, and I'm just like, I'm going to go with that. So, the first one that sent in was from Bruce in Massachusetts. Says, Tom Hanks looks like a conservative radio talk show host. I could see that one, Bruce. I could see that one too. Thank you, Bruce. Thank you. Yep. And also, along these lines, I got everybody emailing me this stuff. Email me some uh, uh, some ideas. Um, email me a dear douchebag. Something's bothering you. Email us anything you want. Uh, some suggestions. You want to call in and be on the show? Email it to us. This email is not relegated to just this pro this uh, this um, um, spot right here. The email is for everything, so please feel free to email us and email us whatever you want. We're ready for criticism. We're ready for praise. We're ready for ideas. We're ready for everything. So thank you guys, number one, for using the email and making it worthwhile. And number two, for coming up with some great ideas or some great suggestions here. Um, The number two suggestion is from, his name is Billy. And I don't think that's his really name because we use Billy all the time. <laughs> Billy in Stockton, Missouri. Okay, Billy in Stockton, Missouri, if your name is Billy, and if you really do live in Stockton, Missouri, whatever. So anyhow, let's just Billy in Stockton, Missouri. Tom Cruise looks like a produce manager at a chain store. <laughs> Good one. Good one. <laughs> yeah. This next one comes from Andrea in Arizona. And it even has a little swoop, so it's Andrea, not Andrea. Andrea in Arizona um, says that Johnny Depp looks like Steven Tyler's much younger stunt double. (laughs) Yeah, 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 kind of, yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Um, Let's see. This next one is Ronnie in College Town, Pennsylvania. Wow. I think it's Pennsylvania, College Town. Okay, Ronnie in College Town, Pennsylvania, I believe is what it says. Uh, Nicholas Cage looks like an armed security guard in downtown Dallas. 
I wonder if that's College Station, Texas. Because that's not too far from Dallas. It's kind of smudged. I'll bet you that's College Station, Texas. But anyhow, uh, I agree with that Nicholas Cage does look like an armed security guard in downtown Dallas. <laughs> Yeah, anywhere, yeah. anywhere at that point. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I bet you that is College Station, Texas. Okay. Um, let's see. This next one is... Adam in Port Simi, Michigan. Sorry, these are kind of smudged. I had like a drink on them. I think it's Port Simi, Michigan. Okay, Adam. It says Al Pacino looks like a cruise ship casino blackjack dealer. <laughs> Word, buddy. Word. They come up with some. They come up with some good ones. <laughs> yeah, they are. Okay, uh, Jenny from Billings, Montana. John Travolta looks like a local news beat reporter. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Yep. This next one does not say who or where it's from. Kayana Reeves looks like a hemp salesman at a dispensary. I think that's pretty safe. Yeah. Yeah, He's got the long hair, and he kind of looks younger than what he is, kind of. Yeah, okay, I get that. Um, and this next one is from William in Dodge City, Kansas, I believe. Oh, you know what? You're probably the guy that listens in Dodge City that gave us, like, fucking 30 hits from there. Okay, William, thank oh, you. yeah. Yeah. I'll bet you this is. I'll bet you this is William. I'll bet you that's the guy that listens all the I time there. Okay, and number one, thank you for hitting us up fifty times and listening that many podcasts. And uh, yeah. number two, thanks for sending this in. Morgan Freeman looks like a large city municipal judge. Yeah, I see that. I see that too. Okay, this next one is Jenny. Gartuna, Gartunia, Jenny Gartunia. She put her full name. Jenny Gartunia Brave. from Houston, Missouri. I think it's Houston, Missouri. We have it. Yeah, there's a Houston, Missouri. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, okay. about two, two and a half hours from here. Yeah. Will Smith looks like a yeah. liquid protein demonstrator at a. Li- no, it's not that. No. It's not that far from here either, a couple hours. Will Smith looks like a liquid protein demonstrator at a local grocer. Yeah. Yeah, he really does. <laughs> okay, the next one is Mr. Duval. He doesn't didn't put a first name on here. From Gurneytown, West Virginia. Or Gurneytown Gurneytown. I think it's Gurneytown. Gurney Town. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think it's Gurney Town. Uh, okay, Mr. Duval. Robert Downey Jr. looks like a best-selling author, and I think he is too. Isn't he? Didn't he sell a few books? I think so. 
I wonder if the guy meant it like that or if he just meant he looked like a best-selling author. Oh, well, I don't know. I like it either way. I think he looks like an author, too. I think so, too. Okay, and uh, this is from Ricky and Charlotte. North Carolina, I believe. They just said Charlotte, but I'm pretty sure North Carolina. Gary Busey looks like a junk seller to pawn shops. <laughs> yeah, I would agree. And then, coincidentally, the next guy's name is Gary from Ratshaw, New York. Antonio Banderas looks like a commentator for Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> I agree. Alrighty, when we yeah. come back, we have some horrible would you rather questions, so stay tuned. And now, Deep Thoughts with Mark. So, I order spaghetti and meatballs. My meatballs automatically fall apart as soon as I touch them. So then, does my dish automatically change its name to spaghetti and meat sauce? I may never know. Our constant pursuit for a real knee slapper. It's strange insults from an alien. Real hilarity. Every sock you wear is slightly rotated. Just enough for it to be uncomfortable. All aware of the Amber Alert, right? Well, get rid of your disinfectants and rubber bedspreads, kids. It's the all-new Amber Herd Alert System. This fantastic early warning device helps one stay dry and rid of all those annoying mattress invoices. Simply hook up to child under six or psychopath and wait for the running water sound. This clever machine has three distinct settings, Babbling Brook, Ocean Waves, and Roaring River for those close calls. Order today and get a free Cinnabon Renewsit cartridge. All right, two douchebags and a microphone. I'm Mark. And I'm Rob. Okay. Well, as we spoke of a little bit ago, we have some horrible would-you-rather questions. And in, like, typical fashion of us, it's horrible questions and questions where you would make you contemplate chewing off the end of a double barrel than answering any of these. So, without any further ado, are you ready to answer some horrible questions, Rob? Let's do it. Okay. All right. Would you rather be on death row for a crime you did not commit or the most important important person... I don't like the way this is worded, and I printed it out from what they did. Or, or the most important person in your life is free, but they committed the crime. And I don't like that question. But I guess if I really cared about him... I guess I would do death row for him if that's what it's asking. Is that what you got from it? Yeah. Depends on who it is. Yeah, I mean, some people be like a solid no, a hard no right off the bat. Some people be like, mm, if maybe. My, if it was one of my children, definitely. Well, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, okay. You know, but okay, let's it, put it. Let's one put of it. My cousins, kiss my ass. Okay. All right. <laughs> you know what? I can't say it ain't better than that, Rob. There you go. <laughs> Okay. Would you rather be surrounded by people who brag all the time or people who complain all the time? 
Let me break this down here. Oh. Okay. Okay, I think I got an angle. All right. I would rather be around people who brag all the to- time, even they're annoying. And here's why. You could secretly fuck with them by, like, casually demeaning what they say they did, but not actually do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, you, like, put a little doubt in their head like they're not that great and just watch them wither. So I think I would rather be around just because it would be easier to fuck with those guys and funner to fuck with them than people who brag all the time. Because the people who complain all the time, they don't care. They're just complaining and are unhappy, right? Right. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say people who brag all the time. What do you think? I, 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 I would have to go with braggers, too. Okay. <laughs> I just got a glimpse of this one. Okay, Rob. <laughs> Would you rather be a strawberry with human thoughts or a human with strawberry thoughts? Uh-uh. Um, I think I would I think rather I would be have a st- more fun as a human with strawberry sauce. <laughs> I'm gonna go the other way. I would rather be a strawberry with human thoughts, and here's why. Because you would be top of the food chain. A human with strawberry thoughts, you're you're so low that you're not even on the food chain. Oh, yeah, you would be. You would be? Explain. If you're single. Oh, oh. Is it too late for me to change my answer? You do whatever you want. All right, I changed my answer, Rob. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. All righty. Next one. Would you rather... We covered this on another one, and I had no idea it printed it off, but we can do it again. Would you rather be ugly but smell amazing or be handsome or beautiful but stink? Handsome or beautiful to me. And here's why. I would. It would be a challenge. This is if I was single, to see how many women I could actually uh, bed smelling horrible, just because I look great. I. I think I. I think I would rather be ugly and smell better. Okay, I'm. I'm gonna stick with what I said. Because I think it would be fun. I think it would be fun just to see how far you could take that, just looking good. I would purposely try to smell worse than what I did because I was going to smell bad anyhow, and just see how repulsive I could get and still get women. I, I sounds like an angle to me. I don't know. Go for it. All righty. All right. Well, that's what I say, and that's what I'm going to do. So. Next one. Would you rather have everyone twice your age and older talk like an adult from Charlie Brown or everyone half your age and younger talk like a minion? Ooh. Okay. That's about what I hear anyway. (laughs) I think for fun's sake, Charlie Brown. 
I think I would have to go with the Minions. Okay. Okay, I'm going to go with Charlie Brown. I could, I could at least halfway understand the Minions. Okay. I cannot stand Charlie Brown's teacher. Okay. All right, I'm going to... I can't either, but to me, it'd just be funnier just to, I don't know, to hear people It'd do that all day. Yeah, yeah, probably. All right. Would you rather lose an inch from your penis every time you have sex or have reverse boner syndrome, which is when you're always hard except when you're aroused, then you go soft? Okay. Gone. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go with lose an inch every time uh, you have sex. And here's why. You're not going to have sex the other way at all. At least if you lose an inch, you're going to have point. a good, you know, you're going to have a good six, seven, whatever you, whatever you got down there. Um, sex is in your belt. The other way, you're getting none. And then when you get that out of the way, then you can go, go on to being a millionaire because you have absolutely nothing else to worry about. Right? Right. Yeah. Well, right now at this point, I'm safe either way. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, let's see. Hey, did you ever find a date to take the 38 Special and uh, Marshall Tucker? Uh, yeah. Well, I'm taking a friend. Yes. Okay. Uh, All right. Good. All right. Yeah. Can I smell your finger when you're done? No. Okay. All right. Good enough. <laughs> She must listen. No, she don't. Oh, okay. All right. Would you rather speak every language fluently or play every instrument perfectly? That's easy for me. Instrument. Oh, yeah. Give me the instrument. Yeah. I don't want to talk to every fucking idiot around. Especially in their own idiot language. Yeah. Yep. All right. Let the instruments do the talking. That's right. Okay, next one. All songs exist, but they are performed by Pitbull, or only one Pitbull song exists, but it's covered by every group. I think I'd rather have one Pitbull song covered by every group. That way, at least you get every group's take on something. Yeah, you get to hear different voices. Yes. The other way, it's Pitbull doing everybody else's different song. Style. Yes. Yeah, it would suck, but I think it's probably uh, probably the most entertaining way to take that, right? Yeah. I mean, it, yeah, it would be nice the other way, but because you get to hear everybody else's music. But yeah. I'd rather hear everybody else's voices. Me too. All right, that's uh, we're both on sync with that one. Okay, would you rather have chopsticks for hands or office wheelchairs for feet? You perfectly adapt to using both of them. Hmm. Maybe wheelchairs for feet because you could really get the truck and yeah. you could like ditch your car a lot of times if it isn't that far. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Okay. Well, I, I carry steel chopsticks. Oh, you do. You wouldn't have any problem at all, then, would you? 
It'd be nice to be able to scoot across and I have to carry him. Yeah, wouldn't that be great? Walk. All right, and last but not least, would you rather get stuck at every red light or extremely slow internet? I'm going to say stuck at every light because I hate slow internet. Yeah, yeah, like... It, uh, it would suck. But, it would be a hell of a lot better than waiting forever to find out the world's largest zit. Agreed? Agreed. Alright. Okay. Hey. You have anything you want to go into? Uh, let me get her pulled back up. Alright. Here we go. All right, everybody, Rob here, Brad. Here's, here's, you, here's you an odd story. All right, let's hear it. I saved this one just for you, buddy. Okay, good. A woman in Canada said Amazon randomly sent her a box of over a thousand condoms she didn't order. <laughs> Joelle, Engel, Joelle Engelhart, a woman of Chapleau, Ontario, uh-huh. told CTB. News Toronto in a segment that aired on Thursday that she had no idea why the condoms were sent to her. Hart told the Canadian news station that she received a package with 30 boxes of Trojan condoms. Each box contained 34 condoms for Hart. We really can't understand what exactly took place and why we received the package at our house, Hart said. Hart told TV News Toronto that she did receive an email notification from Amazon on the delivery. How she, however, she ignored it, thinking that the notification was a scam. CTV News Toronto did not specify when Hart received the delivery. Insider was unable to independently verify the package's delivery date. Hart later discovered that the condoms, which cost around $500, had been billed to her credit card. Oh, shit. She told CTV News Toronto that she had spent the past four months asking Amazon for a refund. Amazon initially didn't agree to Hart's request because the condoms were considered personal items. But a representative from Amazon Canada told CTV News Toronto that they have since refunded, refunded Engelhart for the fraudulent purchase and are still investigating the matter. Wow. So, yeah, they, they still don't know why they were delivered to her. You see, that's wrong. They, they should have issued her a refund. Well, they they did they did end up giving her a refund, but I know, but she shouldn't have went through all that, in my opinion. But right, neither, neither. Wow. <laughs> um, I wonder if someone was playing a trick. Five hundred dollars for the condoms off Amazon. You think someone was wow. playing a trick on her, and they figured out how to hack into her account and do that? Maybe that that very well could be. Um, it. You know how you, when you go to a story, you'll get down to the bottom and it'll have other related yes. uh, 
yeah. articles about that. Uh-huh. Yeah, there's several different ones about this same story. So okay, it's incredible. I'll bet it's you anything. That could have originated someone playing a, a mean little joke on her, and yeah. then it just you I, know. That very well be. I mean, that that makes the most sense out of anything to me, but who knows? Wow. Okay. All right. You got any more stories, Rob? Or well, I found out where Mr. Andrew Luck ended up. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. After he retired. Yeah, he's got a new job. What is it? Uh, according to Alex Simon of Mercury News, Luck has taken a job at Palo Alto High School in California. The high school is located close to the Stanford campus where Luck used to play college football. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's not a full-time gig for the time being, but it could be a sign that Luck might be interested in pursuing a serious coaching job in the years to come. Okay. You know what? He's got to start yeah, somewhere, he, right? He, he start small and build your way back up. Well, I mean, that's what uh, I think is Brett Favre is down there uh, coaching high school football. I mean, Dion started at high school, and look where he's at now. He's at Colorado and kicking ass. So, yeah, yeah I get it. And he's down where he's uh, back where he started. Yeah, well, good for him. I hope he does well. Seems like yeah. a good enough guy. I mean, he just uh, had some uh, health issues, and I understand it. understand him right, stepping right. down. He wanted to be able to walk his grandkids uh, around the block. So, Right. Yep. All right. Uh, did you know that uh, the state of Missouri is suing Dollar General? No, I didn't. Well, you're about to find out. All right. Missouri Attorney General... Andrew Bailey has filed a lawsuit against Dollar General. The lawsuit accuses Dollar General of unfair and deceptive pricing tactics in over 600 stores throughout the state. The lawsuit contends that the company breached Missouri's consumer protection laws, luring shoppers with one price tag, but charging them a higher rate at the checkout. As long as I'm Attorney General, my office will always pursue those who attempt to rip off Missouri consumers, Bailey said in a statement. Prices are at an all-time high. The last thing Missourians need is to feel the the, uh, brunt of Dollar General's scheme. We will move forward undeterred in our fight to obtain full restitution for all affected. The lawsuit aims at an injunction, full restitution for victims, civil penalties, and additional relief under the Missouri Merchandising Practices Act. Court documents state that the Missouri Attorney General's Office, in collaboration with the Missouri Department of Agriculture's Ways and Measures Division, found that 92 of 147 Dollar General locations inspected didn't pass. The average overcharge was $2.71 with uh, discrepancies up to $6.50 per item in some cases, the lawsuit alleges. And you know what? That may go nationwide, because that's just what they found in Missouri. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, stay tuned for that one. So, anyhow, let's take a little break and then come back with some new douche flavors. That sound good? 
Oh, that sounds good. Okay. All right, we'll see you guys in a bit. Two douchebags and a microphone says, You ever dream about eating chocolate pudding and wake up with a spoon in your ass? Just asking. Our constant pursuit for a real knee slapper. It's strange insults from an alien. Real hilarity. They you not be able to gain an erection without thinking about Peter English. Oh, oh shit. shit. What's, What's that, that over there? there? Oh no. It's, it's the island, island of horrible, horrible jokes. jokes. Ugh. My copy of Microsoft Office. I will find you and I will have my word. <laughs> Two douchebags and microphone. I'm Mark. And I'm Rob. Alright. As promised a little bit ago, we have new douche flavors. I forgot to uh, announce it earlier that we have some new douche flavors, but um, I got to looking through my notes here and there they were, and I was like, oh yeah, that's right. We do have some new douche flavors. So, you guys are about to get a, uh, a um, secret treat. So, alright. Hey, how Jeffy X is at it again. I was, um, I was, um, I, I think I was just scratching my nuts on the front porch, and all of a sudden I get a ding, and I was like, oh, someone must have sent in something, you know, like, you know, what famous people would be doing, what they look like they'd be doing yeah. if they're not famous people, but no, it was Jeffy X. He said, hey, I just left Massengale, read my list, it'll disappear in 10 minutes. So I ran back in the house, I downloaded the list, and I printed it out. And then just as soon as I got it printed out, boom, it disappeared. And so Jeffy X, he's afraid they're going to catch on to him. So uh, uh, anyhow, he said he won't be having any of these for a couple of weeks. So anyhow, I told him, I said, stay low and don't get caught. So this is a Massengale. He was at the factory. And these are new douche flavors that failed. You know, they, this is stuff that their uh, uh, people that they hired came up with. And uh, then they took it to focus panels and groups. And the focus panels and groups said, nah, we don't think that's a very good idea. And so they scrapped them. So here are the new douche flavors that Jeffy X mailed to me. Number one flavor that failed, Listerine flavored. I agree. I think I would agree too, although you would get fresh breath down there, right? Yeah, that, 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 that would be the only... That would be the only thing. Other than that, no, I don't see any type of sense in um, having Listerine douche flavor. Now, this next one, it depends on whether they put alcohol in there or not, but um, the next flavor is NyQuil. I really don't like the taste of NyQuil, but if it's going to numb you up really good and make you all nice and happy, I'm in. No. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, I, no, I, I'm not there to fall asleep. <laughs> Good point. Good point. <laughs> so, okay, so that's no to NyQuil. <laughs> Next one. He would be pissed. <laughs> hey, hey, what do you expect? You put NyQuil douche in. What do you, <laughs> what'd you think I was going to do? Jeez. <laughs> 
next one. Okay, I have to agree with this one, Rob. This is not douche material. Spicy boiled peanut. Oh, hell no. Nah, no. No, that stuff's no good on its own, let alone in a douche flavor. Ugh, yeah, 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 no thank you. Sounds like hell to me. Oh. Well, then you gotta chew on them. So, yeah, yeah, yep. And then the next one shrimp cocktail. I agree. You imagine those little fucking shrimps with the uh, with the red cocktail sauce? Ugh. Ugh. And aren't they raw? Don't they serve uh, shrimp cocktail raw? Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Okay, next one. I, this next one I don't agree with. This sounds great. Peanut butter and jelly. Douche uh, yeah. flavor. Yeah, that sounds good, doesn't it? Yeah. You dig in on some PB&J douche? Yeah. All right. Well, I don't know what the problem was with that, but uh, Rob and I are obviously on board with that one. Yeah, so, I, I, I don't understand that one at all. Massengale, I think... American classic. Yeah. Massengale, I think you missed the boat on that one. I think you need to re-examine that. Next one. Grilled tilapia. I think I'd have to agree with that one. Yeah, I'll agree. I don't think there should be any fish flavor incorporated in any douche flavor, right? <laughs> you're trying to get away from that. Yes. Yeah, you're trying to get away from that whole, uh, what would you call it, um, thought, uh, thought, process, I don't know what you call it. Uh, ambience, I don't know. Well, anyhow, I think everybody, is, it's safe to say that they do not want fish flavored douches. So. No. Okay. This next one's along the same. That was grilled tilapia. This one, deep fried cod. No. Yeah, I think I would agree with that one too. You know, the breading might be pretty cool at first, but then you, when you, you know, really start chewing in there, and then the next thing you know, there's like fish in there. Nah. No. No. Nah. This next one, I think I agree with it, although it is quite tasty. Irish stew flavored douche. Um, Irish stew sounds very delicious, but it doesn't sound delicious in a douche, does it? No, no, not not there. Yeah. Okay. Not there. Okay. Yeah, I, but it is. Yeah, I, I love Irish stew. Yeah, a good Irish not stew there. is quite tasty, but probably not in with a douche. So. No. All right. The next one is. Okay, I agree with this one too. Chunk white tuna. Oh hell no. Yep. Yep, that's a big no. Alright, next one. Colgate toothpaste. That would freshen your breath. Yeah. What do you think down there lapping up? You think Colgate would work or not? Oh. Uh, uh, I I think it'd be it'd be a little too overwhelming. You know what? It would be too fresh and too in your face, right? I mean, if you think about it, you put too much toothpaste in your mouth, it kind of takes your breath a little bit. It really does, and it kind of stings a little bit, too. Yeah, yeah. It may not be very comfortable for the woman, either, actually, if you think about it. Well, good point. All right, well then, okay, I think I see why Colgate uh, failed this test. And then, finally, 
the last one on Billy X's list that he sent to us is dandelion greens. Okay. No. Yeah, it's too uh, um, earthy. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Too leafy. Too leafy. Yeah, that's a good one. Um. Okay. Well, that's the end of the uh, douche flavors. I've uh, I've got a little something here that might be of interest, Rob. All right. Do you know that uh, Hulk Hogan auditioned for Metallica? No, I didn't. He did? No, I did not. Found this story, checked it out, <laughs> and it's true. <laughs> so, <laughs> Hulk Hogan is one of the single biggest superstars in the history of professional wrestling. During the early 80s, early during the early 80s to the early 90s, golden era of the WWE, but then was WWF, of course. The red and yellow adorned heavyweight was undoubtedly the face of the company, headlining its hallmark WrestleMania event with uh, no fewer than eight out of its first nine incarnations. It made Hogan a household name like no other wrestler before him. He was all over late night talk shows, making uh, cameos in major Hollywood movies, um, turning up in beloved TV franchise uh, A-Team, um, and many many others, and then he had his own series, Rock and Roll Wrestling. It was a cartoon series. It all makes for particularly impressive reading when you note that. Had uh, fate swung in another direction, Hogan may not have ended up making his uh, name in professional wrestling at all. As it happens, during his early twenties, uh, spent hanging out in Tampa Bay, Florida. When Hogan wasn't watching wrestling or lifting weights, he'd spend time playing bass in a series of local bands, of which Ruckus, uh, his band that he's in, gained a uh, sniff of popularity on the local rock scene for a while. Ruckus' story would ultimately end there, but it seems Hogan's own rock star ambitions were resurrected decades later. According to one bizarre claim the wrestler icon made in an interview with the Chicago Tribune in 2009, the 13-time world champion attempted uh, to put himself forward for the, uh, the vacant basis position that opened up in Metallica following the exit of Jason Newstead in 2001. For real. When Metallica was looking for a bass player, I called and never heard a word back from them. He said while promoting his 2009 memoirs, My Life Outside the Ring. I would have quit wrestling in a heartbeat um, to be a bass player for Metallica. The particular claim went largely unnoticed by the media, but it was three years later in an interview with the, the Sun, Hogan offered a completely different take on the whole thing, suggesting he almost joined Metallica back in the 80s by request of the band's own drummer, Lars Urich. I used to be a session musician before I was a wrestler, the Hulkster noted. I played bass guitar. I was big pals with Lars Urich, and he asked me if I wanted to play bass with Metallica in their early days, but it didn't work out. This time, both the wrestling and the music media took notice so much that when Urich himself appeared on the Howard Stern show for a few weeks later, Stern asked him to give his side of the story. He said, you know what, I'm blessed or cursed depending on how you look at it. 
with having more than less than a photographic memory for pretty much anything that I've been a part of, Lars replied. That's one that uh, showed up two or three months ago. I was scratching my head over that one unless it went by like this. Um, he said something like, hey, uh, would you like to come join the band after a couple of beers um, or something? And then, um, you know, so basically what he's saying here is he doesn't remember that at all. But he's trying to be polite about it, right? Yeah. He said, um, you know, he pretty much said that Hulk Hogan has his thoughts on what happened. But without getting into a whole long thing there, and I was about ready to, and that's why I cut it short, is this right here. I didn't have time to edit that whole thing like I wanted to. So, okay. It sounds to me like um, there was some dialogue, but it sounded like tongue-in-cheek. But then Hulk uh, might have added a little bit to it that wasn't there. So, um, Lars kind of very politely said, I don't remember it being like that, but I don't have a photographic memory, so whatever. So, I'm thinking that maybe that was embellished. Could be. Yeah, so anyhow, who knows. Alright, um, you got anything, Rob? Yeah, uh... Are you ready for another cowboy hiking? Let's hear it, Rob. Of course I'm ready. Alright. Cowboys and cowgirls of the Wild West era weren't just fashion trendsetters. Their choice of accessories served a dual purpose. Practically uh-huh. and hygiene. Bandana pro- bandanas provided protection against the gritty winds and scorching sun. There's another hidden benefit. In a time when access to clean water and regular bathing was limited, personal hygiene practices weren't always up to par. The bandanas, often worn around the neck or face, acted as a makeshift shield. Not only did they safeguard against dust, but they also aided in reducing the spread of germs and unpleasant odors that people so commonly came across during the rugged days of the Wild West. Huh. Wow. Yeah, so bandanas were used at multiple purposes. Okay. Something I, I, I never knew. I, I, I always knew that they would protect from the dust and the sun and stuff. I never realized about the hygiene side of it. No, and I... Like I said, that's really cool. I mean, because you never hear stuff like that on... Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm saying there's many more to come. i got a long list. Cool, good. We'll be looking forward to hearing those. Um, yep. I've got an interesting story here. Okay. Young white Georgians, and that's people from Georgia are losing their accent associated with their grandparents, a new study found. These Gen Zers are adopting speech patterns more closely associated with California English. Georgia's stereotypical white southern accent that uh, most Americans have come to associate with the region is vanishing with younger generations uh, now leading the shift. 
A new study published in Language Variation and Change from the University of Georgia and Georgia Tech analyzed hundreds of hours of speech recordings across generations. Researchers found the first time that the accent model, known as the Southern Vowel Shift, noticeably in the baby boomer era, significantly dropped off among Gen X speakers. Following this steep decline began the adoption of the lower back merger shift, Bell BMS, which Margaret Renwick, an associate professor for University of Georgia, Atlanta, and lead researcher on the study described as California English or Canadian English. So, uh, migration influences accents. What it means is that the vowels, the words like kit and dress and trap, all get pronounced in the yeah. same tongue a little bit further back in your mouth. Brunrick told the insider, so all three of these vowels, your tongue is a little bit further back in your mouth, and that changes the shape of the shape of the exit path for air as it's coming out of your lungs. This meant that the whole older Georgians pronounced prize as pros. Younger ones said as prize. Prize. Okay. Researchers wrote that when older generations say face, they say face. Young speakers say face. The study notes that LBMS patterns have also become more established in other regions of the U.S. Renwick told Insider that migration patterns and economic shifts that orient people uh, do different play on the tongue and uh, and they have huge ass accents uh, swings over there too because of the younger generation just quite simply like ours they're just not putting as much emphasis on on the uh, words so it's almost like um, maybe la- lazy English if you will like this is easier to pronounce so this is how we're going to say it you know what I'm saying yeah yeah so, um, <clears throat> hey, interesting article, nonetheless. And uh, you got anything you want to add, Rob? Or um, I got a little thing I'd like to do here. Oh, I got a quick fact. Okay, go ahead. Um, a first aid kit was found in 2,000 years old shipwreck. Contains pills made of ground up vegetable herbs and plants such as celery, carrots, and chestnuts, and was so well sealed that they miraculously survived being underwater for over two millennia. Wow. I'd like to know how they sealed that. <coughs> I would like to, too. 2,000 years ago. Wow. Yeah, it survived. That's crazy. Very cool. It was just something, yeah, it was just something I just ran across. Cool. All right. What you got? Okay. <clears throat> Finally, to close things out here, I want to mention some of the up-and-comers uh, of our podcast. <coughs> Excuse me here. Okay, we have some ones that are coming on strong. We have the usual suspects, Kansas City. Kansas City, we're phenomenal in. I mean, we just got people all over Kansas City listening. And we thank you, Kansas City. And I don't know how because we don't advertise. So um, thank you. Um, yeah, thank you very much. And I would like to, after this, like go into our little promo of uh, 
the daily kitchen down at the city market too since we do have so many can't see listeners um, I'll go into that promo last um, can't see Kansas right behind it still huge player Ashburn Ashburn North Carolina Council Bluffs Iowa Adrian Missouri is still crazy solid Denver is wow. is really picked up steam but our heavy hitter now appears to be Harrisonville Missouri it is uh, quadrupled quadrupled in the last month Columbus Ohio Columbus Ohio has um, doubled um, Indian Indianapolis is picking up steam Omaha is doing well. Springdale, Arkansas sprung up. Just out of nowhere, yeah. Yep. Oh, Salonica, Greece. And I think I might know who that is. That might be a relative that is uh, listening. I'm not for sure. Thank you. But I don't know. I I didn't think they could speak English, so it may not be them. I don't know. Um, Let's see. What else? Um, Iola, Kansas popped up. Oh, right on. Yeah, did well there. Rich Hill, we had a few hits. Oh. Dallas International Airport has a crazy amount of hits from it. I, right. I get, Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. <coughs> because I suddenly look on here, and all of a sudden Dallas shows up out of nowhere. And I'm like, wow. So then it t- RSS took Dallas off. And I'm like, well, what happened to Dallas? And then I go in, I look at the map, and it specifically pinged Dallas uh, International, Dallas-Fort Worth, DFW International Airport with all these hits. So someone must have been laid over for like a day or something and like virtually listened to every one of our shows. So whoever that That's is, cool. thank you. That was really cool. Thank you. Yeah. That's what I think happened. Maybe his whole family like got together and said, hey... These two douchebags with microphone are actually kind of funny or whatever. I don't know. But anyhow, pretty cool. Thank you, Dallas-Fort Worth International, for all those hits. So, and then last but not least, the Daily Kitchen at the City Market. You mention us, Two Douchebags and Microphone Podcast. 10% discount on top of their already great specials. They have a lunch special for $15. And it, um, what you get is you get an entree. And you get a uh, salad and a drink for 15 bucks. And these entrees are big and they're really good. It's top of line food. It's fresh, local food, and it's really good. The uh, the um, it is um, unique recipes. I believe I I mean they seem to me like they're chef inspired, but I don't know for sure. May uh, how you have to talk to the lady there. She is so cool. Like I said, she has a lot of history, done a lot of different things, very interesting person. It's a treat just to talk to her, let alone have their food there. Um, the meatloaf sandwich is great. The brisket sandwich is to die for. The roast pork is kick-ass. Never had the curried chicken. Never had the wild mushroom. Never had the egg salad. Um, let's see, the egg sandwich is phenomenal. I had that the other day. And uh, it's really good. It has scrambled eggs sausage 
uh, cheese, <coughs> lettuce, tomato, and a spicy mayo on a butter bun. The BLT is uh, bacon, scrambled eggs, lettuce, tomato, spicy mayo on garlic bread. Very good sandwich, too. The egg scramble is delicious. The country breakfast is big and delicious. It's all really good. The coffee cake and the biscuit and jam is awesome. The yogurt parfait and granola you can't go wrong with. The buffalo chicken salad I thought was really good. I had that. Greek orzo and feta is really good. Um, I mean, it's all. She had. Uh, she gave me a, some of the black bean bowl last time. That's very, very good. You can't go wrong at the Daily Kitchen. 10% off plus the regular specials. Go there. Try it. It's great food from uh, from great people. Great local people that are making an honest living that uh, do it very well. So, anyhow, go there. Have some food. Tell them two douchebags and a microphone sent you. And um, and I think you'll be uh, I think you'll be very surprised. Well, I don't think you'll be surprised because you can go there and look at the food and tell it's good. So I think just getting there is the battle. So once you get there and you actually do it, you're going to be um, you're going to be happy and you're going to be glad you did. And when you do, um, let her know and then email us. Let us know you went there. Let us know what you think. And anyhow, uh, this right here is like I said. This podcast is not going to make me or Rob rich, but I'll tell you what, if we can do something like help a local business out and maybe even help us out, that's even the better. So, anyhow. We're doing this for fun. Yeah, we are. We love doing this. And you know what? If we can at least break even, I'm good with that. But the first start to doing that is getting people to go down to these businesses that are kind enough to actually entertain the thought of having us represent them. And oh, you, you had me at meatloaf sandwich, buddy. <laughs> me too. Oh, it's good too, Rob. When you come down, that's where we're going to go at first. Oh, then, I know we are. Then there's some other places there uh, that um, that I've been going to, and I've been kind of lightly talking to some of the people there. The Tenderloin Grill gets an honorable mention, although I have nothing set up with them yet, and uh, and I may not right. because there's people at work there that I'm talking to. Not talking to anyone official or nothing, but the tenderloin grill is very good. They have a delicious fried tenderloin sandwich, it's huge, and mm. they have their own special hot sauce on it. You can ask for a dab, you can ask for a little, you can ask for a lot. I ask for a dab because I like to maintain my gut. Um, yeah. But <laughs> it's very good. There's other places there. Corolla's been there forever. Um, um, I'm really fond of their cannolis and some of their pastries that they make there on hand. The City Market Coffee is a fantastic place. Um, They have fantastic coffee. They have uh, great food, too. Their bagels are really good. Um, Their their breakfast sandwich is phenomenal. I mean, they, they have great drinks there and they have great food there. You can't go wrong there. There's some other places that I'm going to explore a little bit further and uh, and whether they sponsor us or not, I'm at least going to mention them on the podcast and let you guys know that you should probably go down there and check them out. So anybody, everybody, have a great night and thank you for listening like always. Rob, you got anything you want to add to that? I just want to thank everybody. And please keep listening. Yeah. Tell yeah. your friends. Tell your friends. Yes, yes. Grab their computers and download all of our podcasts on them. 
We don't even care if they listen. We just need the downloads. Is that fair? Fair to me. All right. Go to stores and download our podcasts on there. Go to Walmarts or wherever. Grab all their computers. Um, if you have to tether your own hotspot, I don't care. But tether your own hotspot and uh, get internet access on these computers, these display samples or anything you can get your hands on. Download our podcast from there, every one of them, or until you get caught and thrown in jail. So, anyhow, and of course, all this is tongue-in-cheek. It's parody. It's hyperbole. Thank you, guys. We love you. Have a good night. Good night. go. We're the douchebags. Hmm. Oh my god, someone took a dump in the corner. Oh jeez. Ugh, glad they're gone. Let's just hope they don't come back. Oh, man, that smells. <laughs>